My name is David, and this is The Big Shut-In, stories from quarantine. So it's Friday, March 27th, and uh, the big news today is that the first stimulus package, or is this the second stimulus package, but the big one, the first one that really is supposed to be aimed at helping people who have been economically affected by being out of work has passed Congress, and the famous $1,200 checks are going to be cut. And it's hard not to just kind of scoff at the idea that a one-time payment of $1,200 is going to make a significant difference in a significant in the lives of a significant amount of people and um you know particularly when you start then you start hearing that it's uh that that's an amount that rolls off after a certain amount of income and that that amount of income is you know at a hundred thousand dollars a year you get nothing whether you've been put out of work or not it sounds like from this and even that one time, you know, not nothing amount of money, but not a huge amount of money by anyone's measures, I think. It, it's it's an amount of money that feels to me like that scene in The Godfather where the heavies go out to confront the, the paparazzi who are surrounding the Don's uh, daughter's wedding and they grab the cameras and they smash them on the ground and they pull out a wad of $100 bills and just throw down a couple $100 bills at the photographer who's now on the ground, you know, to pay for the damage. It, f- it feels like that to me. It doesn't feel like a studied attempt at alleviating the economic situation that's being presented. It feels like Hey kid, here's here's a couple hundred dollars. Don't spend it all in one place. And then you hear the news that this tiny package of money is taxable. They're going to take 40% of it back at the end of the year. That's just... What do they think that's going to accomplish? I don't know anyone here in New York who $1,200 can cover their rent for the month. But having said that, there are places in the country where, where rent is less, where people make less, uh, where their expenses are less. And there are people in that situation who are out of work and, and for whom, you know, an infusion of a few hundred, a thousand dollars could keep them afloat for a month anyway. I talked to someone like that, my friend Candace. Candace is a musician, and uh, she and her boyfriend, my friend Louie, who I've known since high school, um, moved from Brooklyn to Durham, North Carolina about two years ago, largely because the cost of living was less. And they found decent jobs down there, and they were making a decent living, but now they're both out of work, and they're both staring down the barrel of rent and expenses in a way that is really terrifying and very present. 
and I, and I know there are a lot of people in our much heralded gig economy who are in similarly difficult situations at the thought of losing a month's wages, of losing two months, being out of work for eight weeks and having no income. And I'll be honest with you, if we had no income coming in this month and next month, we'd be sunk too, honestly. So anyway, here's Candace. And one day at a time, <laughs> me and my partner, Lou, were both laid off when this started. What were you doing? Where were you working? I was waiting tables at a really cool place, actually. Um, I really like it. It's like a sort of a farm-to-table Asian contemporary place. It's one of the best places in Durham to eat, really. But Sounds sounds delicious. So yeah. you've been waiting, you were waiting tables there and... Um, For two years, yeah. And where was Lou working? Lou was working at a bar, um, like a nice bar downtown. As a bartender? No, he was doing the door, but I actually pay really well um, for bouncers. Like, and he, like, around here, he was making $18 an hour, which is great for that kind of a job. Durham has got a lot of different types of people and a very huge population of very low-income people. And a lot of people got laid off. So that concerns me a little bit. Because of the like sort of unrest going on, we happen to have like kind of cheap rent for a few months because there's five of us living in this house because we're all in a band together. There's five of us sharing a three bedroom. However, that's not going to save us from not working for a really long time. You know, I mean, we still have to make some money. So everyone, everyone's been laid off, right? You're, you're not. Well, everyone in our house has been laid off. However, few of the people were working until um, just. Like three days ago, the mayor finally did an actual um, stay-at-home order. And what is your landlord saying? I mean, what are the About expectations? The yeah. Well, actually, we got an email. So it's a realty company, but they sent us an email, and they said that any tenants who thought they would not be able to pay rent could contact them and try to negotiate some kind of voted thing. So they are trying to be somewhat open-minded with people. I mean, what do they imagine people can negotiate if... I'm not sure because I haven't talked to them yet. I think we'll be okay only because there's five of us just happens to be in... like So, like, we none of us had more than $400 savings, but that... Our rent with five people is, like, 300 bucks each. So, that's... Still, just, that's, that's one month then. Yeah, and not even including bills and whatnot. So, yes, Food? it's not going to cover that much. I mean... I've been watching the stimulus package thing for quite a while, and I'm like, how long do they think it's going to take to get there? <laughs> you know, like maybe we can pay rent and then just like hope that money comes in time. But I don't want to really gamble like that yet before I know for sure that it's coming. You know, um, but I also have um, family here. I'm lucky enough that I could probably ask them for help if I needed to. Um, I know that's not the case for everybody, so I'm lucky in that. But I don't want to, so I prefer not to have to ask them, you know. I mean, when I hear that, you know, I'm, I, I mean, my concern, you know, here mm -hmm. in New York, things are getting bad. Um, I'm, I see it. I'm afraid. With, I see that on the news, yeah. But we're still, I mean, they're saying here it's going to be a month or two, six weeks 
eight weeks even before it's going to be as bad as it's going to get here. And you guys are a month behind that. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty far behind. However, we have the most cases behind Charlotte in North Carolina because of these med, med, um, huge medical facilities we have in the area. However, I have a close connection to New York, having lived there for 15 years, and I know people that are sick that are friends of mine. Yeah, It feels close to home. I feel very afraid for all of that. I have one friend that did get it, but he actually is in the clear at this point, so that's good. But it's been like 12 days or something. His fever broke after 10, I think. What I'm saying is, I mean, it sounds like you can pay a month's rent. You guys get a stimulus package. Maybe that's another month's rent. Maybe what's the fourth month look like? You know, you must be thinking about that. Oh, definitely. I definitely am. I don't want to like bank everything on this package, but if we did get it, we've all claimed unemployment, which means supposedly we get another 600 on top of what we've claimed for unemployment for four months or something like that. That's what it says. I, I'm afraid to get my hopes too much. I honestly, in the beginning, okay, before the stimulus package idea sort of came up, I mean, I know that everyone had the idea, but before it seemed like even we knew what was going to happen, I really was panicking, like really, really panicking. But there was nothing I could do, and it was really hard to not, I had to stop reading the articles online for a little bit because I was just like, I'm not good at I'm not good at not working. I've never been someone who's good. At, I mean, I'm not saying that there are people who are good at not working, but I don't. I like to have a routine and a schedule, and all of those things make me feel more in control of things that maybe I'm not in control of anyway. But you know, it makes me feel like my world makes sense. You know, in whatever form, I'm not sure that it makes me feel that way, but it just makes me feel like a part of the community. It makes me feel like you know. Lots of different things, and that's all been taken away from me, and I have too much time to think about it. And, like, also, I, I went into all this with a pretty bad cold, which has pretty pretty much passed, but I never had a fever or anything. And, of course, I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, what if I, like, have this thing also, and then I can't work even longer because of that or something? But, you know, at the time, I would, the more I read about it, uh, it seems that, you know, we're going to have to do this for at least a month. I think maybe six weeks. Tell me about the the build up to being laid off, if that's the right word. Yeah, you know it happened I mean? yes, I know I think I know what you mean. It happened very fast to me. Like I think things were happening before in New York, before we started to really hear about it completely. Like before we were all like, Oh, what's this about like I remember I went to I went out actually to a nice little like breakfast place with my dad because he lives nearby. And they, the staff at the place were closing an hour early to have a meeting about the coronavirus. But everybody had just started hearing about it. Like it wasn't even, nobody really understood what was going on yet. Like, so it was the 17th. And then Tuesday is when our governor in North Carolina went on, he went and declared that um, we could all apply for unemployment due to coronavirus that they were going to set up the website for that and that you wouldn't have to wait and normally you have to wait a week to apply here for unemployment but you wouldn't have to wait you could do it right away and um i think he did a little bit more to open it up for people so i signed us both up i mean i made a claim right away for both of us so that's but it's actually really frightening because 
they we both got there it's called a monetary determination. We both got nothing close to what we actually made. It's it's like fifty percent basically. So Lou and they based it on what job you had from October two thousand eighteen to September two thousand nineteen. And don't ask me why I've never done employment. I to me that seems crazy, but they call it the base pay. But so like where they based Lou's he was actually not working a lot of that period and like the job he had made it look like he was making basically nothing. So he got approved for $44 a week. <laughs> Sorry. That's just laughable. No, it's not funny, but it is funny with wait, get this $44 a week with a total maximum benefit of $528. Total aggregate. Total. That's the most you can get. Can you imagine, <laughs> right? Can you imagine someone actually trying to live off that? I just, and then I got approved for two seventy six a week, and I made like five or six hundred a week at that job. So I don't even understand how that. So it that's incredible. So these are all the things I was panicking about. Like, what? Basically, we got three hundred bucks a week. So, but but that's oh my god, that's not enough, <laughs> you know. So tell me, I mean, tell me about your situation your quarantine situation, right? So you're in this house with your, your yeah. partner, but then some other people. Another, so it wasn't originally going to be all five. So basically we have a three bedroom, me and Leo, a partner, obviously we have our bedrooms together. And then we had already invited to the two guys that play music with us in this band happened in February, the beginning of February to move in with us. We are just going to do this for a while. I don't think, you know, both of them plan to live here for long, but now that this is all gone down, like maybe they were going to live here for three months. So while we tried to get some work done, because it was just good timing for all of us. So we figured out oh, it'd be really cheap, cheap rent. And then all of this happens. It's a total crazy thing. Maybe they're going to end up living here for a while. I don't know. But I mean, is that, um, is that comfortable? I mean, I'm, I'm getting, mm-hmm. I got it. I'm bouncing off the walls. A oh yeah. Bit. Being in here with my family, who I love, mm-hmm. if I were stuck in a place with some people that I merely liked, I would be out of my mind at this point. Are you okay? I mean, how are you doing? Yeah, with no, that? actually, well, actually, we all get along really well. That was lucky. I mean, we already had been playing music together for a while um, since we moved down here. And then the, oh, I didn't say the fifth person is the girlfriend. So she's here too. But, but that kind of happened because we kind of like invited her to stay here because she's trying to sublet her apartment when this stuff went down. So that wasn't in the original plan, but um, it's actually worked. I mean, surprisingly, I think because of what's going on, we've all been really cool with each other because we all understand that this is a really stressful thing. And our house is kind of set up big enough and like secluded enough that all the bedrooms, you're not really hearing each other or bothering each other too much. But still, yeah, it's close quarters for sure. I think we all just understand how vital it is that we don't let things get bad between us. And do you have, I mean, do you have enough food and what you need for now to be <laughs> socked in for a minute? Yeah, yeah, we're okay. I mean, we still go, we're still going to the grocery store and stuff, but trying, you know, we're not trying to go a, a lot. But we have enough food in the house for um, maybe two weeks. If we now that's not there's probably not enough for two weeks. But if you ate everything, like even if it didn't have anything like proper to go with it, if you just ate all the rice by itself too and everything, we probably have enough for two weeks. But 
It is five people, five adults. That one can of soup, I wouldn't eat that. That's yeah, been right. A long time. I know, I've... and beans, like weird beans, in the fact that you don't stay old. I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, you know, just take care of yourself, would you, and and be as safe as you can, um, and as frugal as you can. Oh, I'd, I'd love to. You too. I'd love to check in with you again in a, in a few weeks and see how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how this package thing goes out. It may be. Things are feeling much easier then. I'm kind of just like, like I said, taking it a day at a time right now because I can't let myself get too freaked out, you know? Gotta keep my, like, cool, you know? Playing music is helping. That's Candace's band playing in the background. They're called Fall of Another Year, and you can find them on Facebook and Bandcamp. This is The Big Shut-In. My name is David Hoffman, and this is a production of Race Car Radio. If you have feedback for me or a story that you would like to share, you can reach me at thebigshutin at racecarradio.com.